today for my first podcast episode. My name is Kim, and I'm here with my brother as my very first guest, and we're going to be talking about the Alabama incest pedophile ring. Just by hearing the title, how do you feel? Uh, crazy, and, and it, it, it feels weird because, not to be stereotyping, but I feel like if there was an incest pedophile ring, it would have happened in Alabama. It does, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I mean, like, I'm sure it's not actually like that like it's a stereotype yeah. but it's just it's so unfortunate that it had to happen in somewhere in, in yeah. a place that had that stereotype yeah yeah like yeah. that's just that's really unfortunate yeah so to start off the i feel like this case is not as big as it should have been i feel like it didn't get as much media coverage as it should have gotten mm-hmm. it's it was very very hard to come up with the uh details that i do have um and a lot of the articles were pretty much just copy and pasted. Like if there were 10 articles, only three of the articles had different information and the other seven were just copy paste. Really? Yeah. So um, this case is actually the whole reason why I wanted to start a podcast because it didn't have that much information. And the like the YouTube channels or the other podcasts that I would uh, that I saw cover it, they kind of like left some stuff out. Mm-hmm. So it was just like. I don't know. I just feel like this, especially now, needs more media coverage than it got. Mm-hmm. Um, and this all started because of a girl named Brittany Nicole Wood went missing. Okay. And without knowing the details of the case, it kind of seems like a like not a normal case, obviously, because every case is different. But it doesn't seem like it would have this much involved. Because okay. what happened was that... She tells her mom, like, hey, I'm going to go see my uncle. She leaves the house, and then she's never seen again, mm-hmm. ever. They haven't discovered her body. She's she's just never seen again. Really? Yeah. And then a few days after she disappears, her uncle's body is found. Whoa. Okay. Next to a lake with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And I say that like that because uh, details that I'll bring up later kind of suggest that maybe he didn't kill himself okay like he was murdered yeah okay but it was ruled a suicide so regardless of whatever evidence or whatever that they found that could suggest otherwise it's still technically a suicide okay so in the eyes of the law so they just never like went back to like reinvestigate they didn't open the case back up they're like nah we'll just leave it as it is right and we'll get to it later on kind of why that happened and how it happened but um like i said when you when you hear like the beginning of this and how it all started how it all blew up it kind of sounds like normal you know like she goes missing it's like it could be anything but then you find out that the uncle she was going to go visit was actually being investigated by the police investigated for what as the ringleader of in the incestuous pedophile ring oh mm-hmm And the day that his body was found was the day that the police were going to interrogate him and question him. Yeah. What a coincidence. Right. So it kind of cemented the fact for them that he did commit suicide because it was like, okay, what a coincidence that you're going to get interrogated and then you come up dead, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But again, some details that we'll we'll talk about later kind of say otherwise. So 
When his body was found, like I said, he was found in his car near a lake by his house. Um, his wife had previously stated that he was suicidal and he was found with a gunshot wound inflicted to the back of his head. Like behind his ear. Yeah. Wait. So how can he suicide himself <laughs> behind the head? Right. So it's kind of like, because it wasn't right behind, put the gun behind your your ear. Yeah. So that's why it was kind of weird. Okay. His head. Uh -huh. But at the same time, usually when people commit suicide by gunshot, you know, it's like, to the temple or, or like in your mouth or in your mouth exactly like your or like or under exactly it's not really common for you to donnie was gonna get because that that was the the uncle i don't know if i mentioned that but the uncle that she was actually gonna go see his name is donnie holland okay so this was the ringleader alleged yeah ringleader. he is the alleged ringleader of this whole like incest pedophile ring and i mean i'm not like a detective or a cop or anything at all so i have no, you know, professional knowledge on any of this, but yeah, that doesn't sound right at all. Yeah. When this whole case blew up, they found that up to 16 kids were molested as young as three years old. Damn. But there's also like um, statements that have been released that say the youngest kids to be molested or groomed were like a little older than newborns really just like exposed yeah to this sort of like you know so they almost grew up thinking it was normal yeah and the police say that they this might have gone by for generations and they just they don't know yeah so generations of abuse and they all just like grow up thinking that this is normal and then they abuse and actually Brittany's own brother Grew up to be an abuser himself. And he was arrested. Yeah. How far after this was that? Uh, they were all arrested pretty much around the same time. So after, you know, Brittany was, went missing and he was going to be interrogated and all that. And he was found dead. Um, they pretty much arrested, like, everybody involved in the family. Mm -hmm. Which I'm, I'm going to give a list of names because it does get kind of confusing. There's a lot of people involved. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're all either related to Brittany or they're, like, really close family friends. So, like, really? technically family, you know? Yeah. Um, so, there's Mendy Kent, which is her aunt, and she's also a twin, which is kind of important. Uh, there's Randall, or Ryan, they called him Scott Wood. Uh, Donnie Holland, which is the ringleader, is her uncle. Stephanie Hank, which is her stepmother. Wendy Wood Holland, which is uh, her aunt and the other twin. Mm -hmm. So, Mendy and Wendy are twins. Um, then there's Dustin Kent, which is her uncle, and then Chessie Wood, which is her mom. Okay. So now we're going to get into the allegations and the different, like, stories that were basically told on what exactly happened. There was one instance when Donnie picked up his daughter and then picked up Kent from Kent's job and pretty much told his daughter, like, oh, let's go to the pet store. I'll get you a hamster. Like, come on, let's go. And the daughter was obviously super excited because she was going to get a hamster. You know, like, what kid isn't excited to get a hamster? Mm -hmm. um, they pick up Kent, and then they drove to this, like, abandoned industrial park. Mm -hmm. And Kent was kind of, like, holding her because she was complaining of a headache. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, kissing her forehead and stuff. And she was, like you know, shrugging away from him, being like, no, like, I don't, like, kind of uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. Not really pushing him off, 
but definitely being uncomfortable. You know, she's mm-hmm. a kid and and to her this is normal, but she's definitely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They parked in this industrial park and then Kent molested and raped her. Okay. While Donnie just watched mm-hmm. the whole thing. And Kent was the one that came out with his statement and Kent says that Donnie was like, he didn't take part in it. Mm-hmm. He just says that he just sat there and he watched. So it's almost like, because he was the ringleader in all of this, it was almost like he, um, he kind of just liked the, not, not just participating in it, but he liked like, to just watch. Too. Right. Like the idea of, of, of all of this, yeah. he used to host like barbecues at his house, like family mm-hmm. barbecues. And like, when you think of a family barbecue, it's just like, Oh, let's all get together and eat and have fun. But their family barbecues were more like him calling up family members or family friends and being like, Hey, I have this kid and this adult, mm-hmm. you know, what kids do you have? Let's swap. Yeah. And then they would all come over and they would all just basically swap kids Yeah. and molest and rape them. Like that, that's how it was like even written in the police reports is that they would just swap kids. And okay. Uh, I, I know I'm getting my getting a little bit ahead of myself with this question, but so even in the police report, they know that all of these things are happening. How many people got arrested in this? Did they all get arrested? They all got arrested. Oh. That's also really weird because when they got arrested, bail was set not for your crime, but for your income. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you murder someone, it's not necessarily that like, oh, we're going to post your bail for $2 million so that you don't run away. You know, mm-hmm. it's more so like, well, you're broke. Your family's broke. We're going to post your bill for $50,000 because we know you're not going to be able to get that. And usually when you go to those like uh, bail bonds people, Mm -hmm. they ask you to pay 10%. So, I mean, this family, they lived in like, like they were, they were just broke, you know, they lived in a trailer park. They didn't have any money. And I think their bills were set each to like $50,000 to $100,000 and all of them got out on bail. All so of them. Where did they get all that money from? Exactly. So that was another thing where it's like, were they like producing child porn? Yeah, and making money from that or, or something. Yeah, or were they, you know, involved in drugs or because no one really knows. Mm-hmm. Their bails were all paid. Yeah. It's like not not only living how they lived, not really having much money, how do you bail out one person? Mm-hmm. but how do you bail all of them out yeah all of them yeah. like that's crazy yeah. Brittany seemed to be the one that was most willing to speak out okay so before she went missing it was said that she had recently been talking to like her cousins and stuff um and finding out that other others of them had been molested and, mm-hmm. and touched by different family members so it seemed like she was the one most ready and willing to go to the police with this. And she had actually been molested by uh, her grandfather when she was young. And he was sent to jail for 25 years. Um, so this was already common knowledge within the family that these things were going on. Like the grandfather, you said? Yeah. Had already been, you know. In jail for 25 years. Yeah. Which is also why the, I think the police were so uh, willing and, and ready to interrogate them and question them Mm -hmm. because this was already common knowledge but not how deep it went you know not like family barbecues where you would play like musical chairs with kids that's it's it's like uh there was this this thing that was popular in the 70s i don't know how popular it would be now but the swinger parties 
Oh, so it's yeah. like, you know, like, like, you know, uh, couples, married couples, whatever, go to these parties and they're like, hey, you know, I'll exchange my wife for your wife, husband for husband, whatever it may yeah. be. And then it's kind of like that, but they're doing but with, their with fucking kids, kids, children. Yeah. And like I said, um, the police said that the youngest victims were up to like three years old. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like Wendy would kind of <sighs> groom them with toys mm-hmm. early. So, like, while the kids were watching cartoons, mm-hmm. she would just be grooming them with toys. You know, like, yeah, sexual yeah. adult toys. Yeah. So, so they, they grow up thinking that's perfectly normal. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this. Which is so gross. Yeah. Like, it's so... This whole case is so disgusting because, I don't know, your own family, you know? And I know that pedophilia isn't that uncommon unfortunately it is not that uncommon it really isn't really yeah i actually watched this whole uh like british documentary on pedophiles Mm -hmm. and they they are actually trying to prove that it's like a spectrum of pedophilia as well so okay so i don't know how prevalent it is but i did hear about that recently i Mm -hmm. heard that they're trying to say it's a spectrum it's a sexual preference you know, that's, it's, yeah, well, it's that's the whole, like, cause... MAPS thing. They, they call themselves MAPS. What's MAPS? Uh, I forget what it actually stands for. But their abbreviation is MAPS, and they're trying to get themselves, like, uh, in LGBTQ+. Uh-huh. They want to, like, have them, like, their flag involved in the whole LGBTQ+. What the fuck is their and... flag? Like an adult holding a little kid? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, oh, my gosh. It's, like, light blue and white or something like that. Okay. Something to that extent. So, I, I... Personally, I'm like, I'm heterosexual, I'm straight, but I can understand whatever you have a sexual attraction to the opposite sex, mm-hmm. like myself, or you have sexual attraction to the same sex, mm-hmm. that's fine. You're still consenting adults. There's nothing wrong right, with that. Right, right. Or, or being sexually attracted to both or being, you know, like, what is it? Uh, or asexu- pan- asexual, asexual, yeah, or know, pansexual. Pan- whatever. Right. But it's, it's all across the spectrum of being with a consenting adult whatever it may be that's fine you Mm -hmm. know you're above the legal age and that's fine but to have a desire for a minor and then so much that you do these sort of like atrocious acts Mm -hmm. they're super prevalent apparently or even try to fucking justify it so much in a way to where you're saying like no it's a sexual preference or, or however it is that they're trying to word it, I, I don't know. Uh, it's not the same. Yeah. It really isn't. Yeah. At all. And my thing with this case is that I feel like pedophiles looking for other pedophiles, um, they use maps as, you know, their, like, umbrella term. And that's how they find each other. And that's how they, like, talk to each other about how mm-hmm. they, they all like children or whatever, you know. But we're talking about a family. Like, a whole yeah. family. Which makes it even worse. Right. It's, a, it's another fucking level lower into the shithole. Exactly. Because this is your own family now. Yeah. Too. And I don't know. It just, like, I definitely believe that it was generational because someone had to start this, you know? Well, someone because of grandpa. Right. Someone had to start grooming to the point where now the the whole family just thinks this, that, that this is normal. Yeah. And actually, one of the family members, I can't remember exactly who it was, but in their statement, they said, well... I mean, they think it's normal. 
the kids. That doesn't make it right. Yeah. Though. So they were they were their argument was I know, but the kids think it's normal. Like they don't think it's hurting them. Well, you, no, but then they're gonna grow up into those types of adults. Exactly. Too. It's just gonna be a never ending yeah. thing. That's not right. Yeah. So um yeah but okay, so continue back to the allegations uh wendy holland and donnie holland which again are the the donnie holland is the main perpetrator and then wendy is the wife the one that was suicided in the back of his head yes <laughs> um they when they were investigated they found multiple cell phones and multiple cameras with child pornography on them which goes yeah which goes along with the theory though of maybe they were producing and selling it Mm -hmm. and that's how they had that much money to bail all of the family members out yeah so so now we're gonna get back to the day that donnie was found he was found like i said with a self-inflicted quote-unquote gunshot wound to the back of his head uh right behind his ear with britney's gun Okay. Yeah. So before his body was found, Brittany had been missing for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. When they found his car, Brittany's cell phone, battery, and her gun were in the car. Mm-hmm. And it was the only gun that was in the car. And they tested it and they found out that he had used that gun to kill himself. So when did he? So he had to have died before they found Brittany. They never found her. Oh, they never found her. They never found her. They just found her stuff. They just found her stuff, yeah. So they don't... So he was already dead before they found her stuff. Yeah. Obviously, because that's the gun. Right. Okay. So nobody knows, like, the the timeline of anything because she also told some of her friends that she was she told some of her family members that she was going to go meet friends she told some of her friends that she was going to go meet other friends she told some of her family that she was going to go meet her uncle and some of her friends that she was going to go meet her uncle so it's kind of all around like she had different stories for everyone you know but why exactly so she left that day and again this puts another like if you're hearing this case for the first time and you just hear like oh she was going to go visit her uncle and then she went missing it's almost like oh my god well i wonder You know, she just wanted to have a nice day with her uncle. But, I mean, she was only 19 when she went missing. So, a lot of people assume, like, she was going to go meet her uncle because her uncle was going to abuse her again, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it was normal. It was normal for the uncle to pick up these kids and abuse them. Or, you know, like, he picked up Kent that one day to abuse his daughter. And then another thing is, like, it, it could also be that she disappeared because, like you were saying earlier... She was one of the few that was actually vocal about it. Kind of like, oh, you know, like, what's going on? You know, this isn't right. So it could have been like, maybe she was going to go talk to him. And it was to confront him about this going on. And then, you know, maybe she had evidence or something against him. Or against some family members. And then, I don't know. Um, My thing when I was trying to piece this all together is that, like, him... Donnie getting rid of Brittany made sense to me. You know, she Mm -hmm. was, like you said, she was going to go. She probably had evidence. She had all these witness statements from her her family members. um, And she was going to go to the police with them. But at the same time, I don't think he killed himself. Oh, I don't think he killed himself. Yes. Just just because of the gunshot wound. Yeah. And and also, well, because we don't know that much about him. Like, Mm -mm. why would he kill himself? I don't think it's like, 
guilt from everything that's going no, on. No, no. Well, but then again, because there's so little information about this case, so there's yeah. nothing else we could draw upon. But also, why would he have been killed? Right. Because it obviously wasn't... Because when I first heard it, the way that I heard it, I was like, oh, Brittany killed him and then ran away. Uh-huh. But she had a kid. She had a two-year-old daughter. Yeah. She would. She was in the middle of this huge breakthrough of catching her whole family's crazy ass yeah. incest pedophile ring, you know? She wouldn't just leave. Yeah. In the middle of this whole breakthrough. Not leave her child. Exactly. With this yeah, with this whole family of, yeah. of of abusers. And it's kind of shown that her mom wasn't an abuser, that she didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we can only hope that that's true. Um, but she also says, the mom says that she thinks uh, Wendy knows something. She knows what happened okay. to Donnie and to Brittany. Uh-huh. And that she's just que- keeping quiet. And she begs her, mm-hmm. like... If you know something, please, please, please tell the police. Mm -hmm. Because she thinks that she's somehow involved in what happened in those few days. Yeah. So, they they find Brittany's stuff. And then uh, a few days later, you said, they find Donnie. No, it was all together. Oh, they found it all together. Yeah. Okay, so they found it all together. Um, That's a part of that kind of, I guess I skipped over. But Mm -hmm. So, they find them all together. Her stuff. And Donnie's dead. They're all in Donnie's car. Okay. Yeah. And Donnie's dead with a apparent, uh, allegedly self-inflicted gunshot. Right. Um, So how does this create an investigation for people to start getting arrested over this? Because the family was already being investigated two months prior. Mm -hmm. One of the family members um, slash family friend had reported this to the police and was kind of on board with Brittany, like Mm -hmm. going to the police with all this. So they were already being investigated two months prior to all of this. Mm -hmm. So now the day that Donnie was going to be investigated, he's found dead. Mm -hmm. So they just kept the investigation going. And now there was more of like a fire underneath them Mm -hmm. to do something. To do something about it, yeah. Huh, so, okay, so knowing that, maybe it could be that somebody else was there when that happened, and they're like, all right, we need to get rid of Brittany. And then they realize, like, oh, well, Donnie's the ringleader. We're all being um, investigated. They know that Brittany was going to come and talk to Donnie, or at least, you know, some people know, some family members, some friends know that. We need to get rid of Donnie because... He might flip. Yeah. You know, something. He's he's the one that's kind of, you know, in control of all of this and yeah. kind of guiding all of it. So let's get rid of him, too. And then it'll be harder for them to get information on everybody because it's a lot more spread out now mm. instead of going to one central person. Donnie. Yeah. I guess in hindsight, it doesn't make sense because they all got arrested. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I just I also don't want to think that they're smart enough to think of anything else you know like whoever was involved because someone else had to be involved it's not just donnie and Brittany. yeah like there's no possible way and also her body was never found yeah her she was never found alive or dead like Mm -hmm. she was never found yeah so where did she go yeah and they did a search of like i think a two mile radius of that whole town Mm -hmm. and they they could they didn't find her they didn't find anything but her phone battery and her gun yeah 
And the last place that her phone pinged was, like, near the area that the, the car was found. Yeah, so, so it was just, she yeah. just disappeared. Yeah, um, like, fell off the face of the planet, basically. Yeah, well, that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more information? Um, no, that that's all like, I could find. Like you said, there's, like, hardly yeah, any information. Yeah, hardly any information. I went through, like, so many articles trying to piece together everything, and... Um, yeah, like copy and pasted. I also couldn't find a lot of like the allegations. Like there are a lot of allegations against them. There are a lot of like how I, how I mentioned specific incidents, Mm -hmm. but some articles would mention it. Some articles wouldn't. And it just seems like they're trying to keep all of the allegations kind of like quiet. Yeah. So like the only ones I could find were the ones that I mentioned of like the car um, like, you know, vague mentions of the parties, not actual specific events and days yeah. and stuff like that. There was also one uh, event, supposedly, that was, like, super vaguely mentioned of, like, uh, Wendy and Mendy both assaulting one of, like, the kids together, you know, mm-hmm. like, the twins with a kid together. Mm-hmm. But again, that was like something super vague. So it just seems like all of the information is like super, super, super vague. Yeah. Except for the facts of like Donnie was found, killed himself with her gun, her gun in the battery were found. Like that's the only solid information. Solid, like it's the same all across the board in every single article that you read. So as far as the information that you were able to find against it's so hard to find anything on it. Uh Oh, what happened? What ended up happening to the other family members that were, you know, you said they went to jail, but they were they were able to be released like on bail and stuff. But what ended up happening to them? Their cases still went through and they all got arrested. I think I'm going to have to look it up again, mm-hmm. but I think the largest sentence that any of them got was like 11 years. Damn. Yeah. And... I could be wrong because I remember seeing something about 30 years, but I also think that that was the grandfather in, like, yeah, the, the, the first. The first one. But they didn't get Nothing that much really. at yeah. all. Like, in the grand scheme of everything that they did. Yeah. And how many people they damaged, it, it they didn't and get what they the deserved. It, it could still continue to go on because a lot of those kids were already groomed. Yeah. Me, a lot of those kids were already groomed. So, yeah. It's like, if anything, the the authorities in that place need to keep a watchful eye on that on family. Them, on that family, yeah. because it's gonna spread out. And like, yeah. okay, maybe it won't be as uh, intense because now it's not the whole family together, you know, with the ringleader and all that. But it can easily but just spread out. Those kids are gonna grow up. Those kids are gonna have kids. Yeah, they could potentially have those tendencies. Potentially not. Yeah, some of them could have been you know groomed so well you know psychologically traumatized from the molestation so much that they become into one of the ones that are like in control and being like grooming everybody else and controlling all that and creating their own pedophile ring yeah yeah so you gotta keep a lookout for this area Where, where did you say it happened in alabama it's called tillman's corner alabama tillman's corner tillman's corner yeah that's where it happened yeah. So this case was crazy. This case was the reason I wanted to start a podcast in the first place. 
just because there's so little information about just, it. Just, yeah. So you kind of want to get it out there more. Yeah. All so, the information, all the facts, everything. If anybody has more information, if anybody lives in Alabama. Yeah. Hit up Crime Corps. Mm-hmm. Reach out. know. And, of course, hit up the authorities. I know. In case you yeah. Have any more information. Yeah. Make it more known. Spread it out. If so you've seen a- Brittany anywhere, you know. Yeah. Brittany Nicole Wood. Like, if you've seen anybody that looks at her, you know. It's wild. It's crazy. And just crazy to know that things like this happen all over and never get caught. Yep. It's it's so crazy and it's so sad how normal it is. And here's the thing, like a mainstream one, all that Pizzagate stuff. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. And you know, that that was like crazy with all this weird controversy and then that guy going to shoot up that place and yeah. they didn't find authorities supposedly didn't find anything who knows but then that kind of died down and then epstein and yeah. it's like holy shit you know a little pizza parlor is mm-hmm. nothing compared to a whole fucking island yeah an entire island and then he also gets suicide i'm gonna actually cover that a little bit later too because that's also crazy like yeah. that's so many things go into that. And, like, I've, there's so many powerful people involved. It just gets so much darker yeah. and there's so much to uncover and, like, so much that we'll never know. Yeah. You know, because everything is conspiracy. But, I mean, with that much power. Yeah. Thank you, Jerry, for joining me on my first podcast episode. I will be uploading every single Friday. Ooh, okay. Crime Core on every single streaming service that you prefer. You can right, listen cool. to this podcast. Well, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, making my day just a little bit sadder. Yeah. Oh, but, I know. Yeah. I mean, these are things that, uh, things that we should be aware of. I don't yeah. Think it's not like we should know and like be focused on it. No. Or anything, but just aware that yeah, this stuff happens a, yeah. and exists yeah. and yeah. So thank you. Yeah, cool.